Good morning, Rebecca. It was a 911 call like no other. A remarkable exchange between a bewildered homeowner, the dazed fighter pilot who landed in the homeowner's backyard, and a 911 dispatcher who doesn't quite know what to make of it. Yeah, tell me exactly what happened. We, I guess we got a pilot at our house, and he says he got ejected. So he ejected from the plane. So yeah. we just see if we could get some ambulance, please. I'm sorry, what happened? Uh. Bro! This is... Oh, come on. Oh, come on, dude. This is like... What's the cost of the F-35 program? So it's $1.7 trillion, the most expensive defense project ever. Here it is. The exact amount of the money for a single aircraft, like w the one that went missing, is somewhere around $100 million. The entire F-35 program is on track to cost $1.7 over the lifetime of the plane. So I'm going to put this right here for no reason while we watch the rest of this play out. We got a pilot in the house, and I guess he landed in my backyard, and we were trying to see if we could get an um, ambulance to the house, please. And that Marine Corps pilot who had bailed out of his malfunctioning $100 million Steph fighter jet near the Charleston airport was standing right next to the homeowner and joined the 911 call. No! No, he didn't join the call! Oh, oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. He joined the call. He joined in on the call. Oh, that's so, so good. So we have a military jet crash. I'm the pilot. We need to get... Uh, Rescue rolling. I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash landed somewhere. I ejected. Okay. I understand, sir. Okay, just to confirm, how many people are hurt? Well, I'm the only one. I'm not sure about my okay. leaving. Ma'am, I'm a pilot in the military aircraft, and I ejected. Um, so I just rode a parachute down to the ground. Can you please send an ambulance? The dispatcher, still apparently unaware, she is talking to the actual pilot. How far did he fall? <laughs> I was at 2,000 feet. Okay, and what caused the fall? Uh, an aircraft failure. <laughs> like, ma'am, are you aware of the F-35 program and uh, the notorious catastrophes associated with it? Ma'am, I know... This looks like uh, a ridiculous situation, but did you know that the F-35 that I was piloting actually can't really fly whenever it's raining? Which, by the way, apparently... No, didn't he accidentally hit the eject button or something? Okay, is there any serious bleeding? I, I don't know. I can't see myself. No, you look fine. Okay. <laughs> what did the other person say? I feel okay. My back just hurts. And the 47-year-old pilot, still unaware, his aircraft was likely still airborne. Has there been a report of an I mean, here, this is yet another. DefenseNews.com has, like, an entire segment dedicated to specifically the troubles of the F-35. With the last one being, the number of major F-35 flaws is shrinking, but the Pentagon is keeping details of the problems under wraps. It currently has 857 deficiencies, but only seven are considered critical. This is the reduced 
number five of the 13 major technical issues first revealed by defense news have been downgraded in the last year and then before that the pentagon has cut the number of series f-35 technical flaws in half this is like cyberpunk on release and then having like numerous articles come out over the years and they're like guys cyberpunk 1.0 update incredible game is playable now please play it cyberpunk 1.5 update really changed the game guys okay different game cyberpunk 1.7 update now it's certainly the real update okay you gotta fucking play it it's so good cyberpunk 2.0 no i promise you can play the game cops actually chase you now i love that the economic engine that is supposed to drive the wealthiest nation on earth can't even fucking figure out its own quirks it's operating like it's a it's a video game like a consumer good that is uh, for mass consumption. It's great. To be fair, though, unlike the F-35, CD Projekt Red has made an enjoyable product that I've been able to play since fucking it first launched, for the record. And also, it literally does work at the end of the day, whereas this doesn't. At no point did Cyberpunk actually, like, I don't know, decapitate you for fucking turning it on in your computer. There's how you spend, like, 15 years of universal healthcare. You don't understand. This is very important. Oh, it's so good. The F-35 is such a fun little project by the American military because it shows that, like, everything has gotten gradually worse uh, due to just, I don't know, capitalism and uh, profit-seeking measures from all of these corporations that are, like, basically the last viable, robust manufacturing uh, that we do in America. Of course, even the F-35 itself is not entirely made in the United States. I mean, parts of it are, some of the parts of it are actually made in Turkey, as a matter of fact. But if the military industrial complex is failing then that should tell you that like capitalism is just an absolute fucking failure it's like if the if the saudis fucked up on oil refinery this is what we do this is america's oil and gas industry just wanted to point that out just to show you you know 1.7 trillion dollars over its lifespan but where do we have we don't have money for healthcare. we don't have money for education please stop saying that we have money we don't all my apes are gone please someone who's good at the economy help me budget it took nearly 28 hours to locate the jet a marine corps official now saying it was a combination of things including the stealth jets design that keeps it flying after ejection and the bad weather but there are still many unanswered questions about the search and what caused the malfunction in the jet that forced the pilot to eject. George? Martha, I think that's the craziest 911 call I ever heard. I think so. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. In the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house show. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me, I said, the F-35B air- Bro, he hit the grito! God, America's the fucking best country, dude. We are a meme country. We are not a serious country. We're a meme country. The whole world is farting on us, okay? They're farting on us. They're laughing at us. I gotta run that screeching back. It was so good. <laughs> Saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wow!
This is the Joint Strike Fighter, or F-35 Lightning II. It's planned to be America's new advanced fighter jet. The $100 million plane is stealth, can fly at supersonic speeds, and one version can even take off and land vertically. It's one plane designed to replace the aging fleets of the Air Force, Navy, and Marines. It's the jet fighter of the future. But in December, Donald Trump put the entire project in doubt with a single tweet, saying it's too expensive. And Trump's not wrong. The 16-year... All I'm saying is, if it ain't Boeing, I'm not going, okay? One trillion dollar project is seven years late and 70% over budget. But the F-35 is much more than a government purchase, and canceling it is nearly impossible. Trump's also personal involvement in Air Force One and the redesign of Air Force One is pretty funny. I, I, this is all public information that has been written on extensively. And, and Trump has also used this in, like, debate. So, you know, make no mistake, I'm not giving you anything scary or, or, or I don't have any insider information on it. But it is pretty funny that he was, like, aggressively... <laughs> aggressively negotiating down the Air Force One prices. <laughs> Boeing, you're not going because it's crashing 10 minutes after takeoff? Okay, F okay, F no, no, no. So U.S. defense companies make a lot of money. Their best client is the largest military in human history. $1.7 trillion on a failed fighter jet, but won't spend $1.7 trillion to completely modernize and nationalize our railways? Yeah, because... This one is what keeps the American manufacturing industry alive and robust. The other, uh, the steel is coming from China. We can't have that. We don't have the mills for it. That's an undertaking that is going to be costly. Also, trains in the United States of America are not going to reinstate American hegemonic power. You know, yeah, our, our commerce would be better. Our economy would be better. We would literally fucking uh, be able to create even high-paying jobs, you know, revitalize uh, internally our, our uh, economy, except none of that is uh, going to do violence and uh, reassert our dominance. Globally, so we can't do that. That shit's for the birds. History, and they sell their products to other countries too, making the U.S. the largest arms exporter in the world. But all of their domestic and foreign sales must also be approved by Congress. As a result, these companies try and get as much support in Congress as they can, and they've adopted. <laughs> are trains going to protect you if the Russians come? What are the Russians going to do? Are they coming to suck my dick? Like, what? Are, <laughs> when are they coming? And who's going to come? Am I going to come or are they going to come? Who's going to do the coming in that situation? What Russians, brother? If you hate these companies, do you also hate the workers who work at them? Yes. Specifically, incredibly loud ones who maybe even have taken over entire uh, parts of my house who fucking are so loud while I'm streaming and keep the fucking doors open in the entire house and then have all the mosquitoes fly into the house while I'm fucking streaming. We lost 35,000 people because of the mosquito. Vicious. They had to build under nets. It was... Now, if that sounds oddly specific to you, it's just, I don't know. It's just that that's how I feel about people working in the uh, aerospace field, just in general, across the board. I fucking hate it. Now, if you include subcontractors, like the 3,000 hired by Boeing in California, you can imagine how many jobs are at stake across the country. This strategy is called political engineering, and defense companies have gotten pretty good at it and gained the political influence that comes with it. The Northeast is home to some of the defense industry's most vocal supporters in Congress, like Rose 
Do you think they intentionally make engineers feel more distant from the violence that the devices cause? Yeah, I mean, that is by design. That is how division of labor works. It is the same principle behind working at a consulting firm in like one of the big four, let's say. Let's say you work at PricewaterhouseCooper. Your job is to focus on, analyze, find, and eliminate redundancies. That actually just simply means fucking firing a bunch of people. But the way that they separate your work makes it feel like your job is to specifically look at the accounting, look at the books, look at what are the most costly parts of it. And that's how it works. It is by design. It's no different than, and I've talked about this many, many times over, the compartmentalization is very similar to uh, the, the executioner squad, right? When they line up, some of the guns have blanks in them. Some of the guns have real bullets in them. And the purpose of that is to basically spread the blame and make people not feel like they are the ones who participated in the firing squad that fired the bullet that kills the person. It's not necessarily plausible deniability because that implies that like people do it willingly and knowingly and then they do it willingly and knowingly but also uh, want like to not... Uh, have the guilt it's more so that this is by design created in a way where like people don't even recognize it but the f-35 has been delayed so long it's now unclear whether the u.s military even needs it anymore america's current enemies in syria iraq and afghanistan don't even have air forces and the f-35 is far more advanced than anything russia or china have planned but despite all of this the f-35 project keeps moving forward with enthusiastic support in the u.s government in 2010, the Department of Defense allowed Lockheed... It's fucking make work, dude. We This is everything. Every aspect of American capitalism is riddled to the fucking brim, is filled to the brim with make work and mediators that try to maximize or try to squeeze out like uh, some kind of profit through that process, which is why I always say like there's a better way out there, a better solution if it's all make work and it's all fucking bullshit why not make something valuable i would say the exact same thing about the entirety of the military not just the military industrial complex but of course in order for that vision to prosper you would have to have a less capitalistic uh perspective because obviously imperialism is a necessity under capitalism and imperialism is the only way to continue dominating the world and maintaining the current structure the current organization of global politics need more time to fix design flaws in the global economy and in 2015 congress actually added more money to the project without the military even asking for it that's because canceling the project would be an economic and political disaster thousands of jobs across the country would be lost international relationships would be tested and billions spent in taxpayer dollars would amount to nothing but that's exactly why trump's tweet was so surprising see traditionally it's a sunk cost, dude, literally. But also, the other parts are also important, like jobs. Defense companies negotiate projects privately with Congress and the Pentagon without any input from the president. But Trump seems to want to take a more hands-on role in contract negotiations, which has completely rattled defense companies. And rightly so, because while Trump can't cancel the entire program, he can refuse to purchase future F-35s. And that's put a surprising degree of uncertainty in the defense industry. And the U.S. companies are scrambling to figure it out. What is make work? It's just made up. We're just making jobs specifically so that people are hired. There is absolutely virtually zero fucking reason to have the F-35. The reason why we're doing it is so that we can claim that we're doing innovative shit in the military industrial complex. But for the most part, it's just like a made up fucking job so that 
People are hired. And the only way that money gets exchanged in this goddamn country is through uh, taxes going back into fucking uh, uh, corporate subsidies and, and uh, you know, shit like this, basically. The military industrial complex. Socialist countries do do this. Or even if they're not full-blown socials or whatever. Like China and the fake cities, the ghost cities that they built, was a perfect example of this. Except it was designed and built with the express purpose of putting people there. So that's the difference. If you have this massive economy, you have this, uh, you have a shit ton of money and you want to utilize it on something that actually is valuable and good that will yield positive returns many, many years down the line. That's what you do. If you're a president, what would you do? I mean, a million different things. But the first thing I said was I would turn the military in its entirety on its head and turn the military into just the largest, most robust construction force on the planet. And then immediately, immediately fucking work on uh, rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure, that kind of thing. Retired Lieutenant General Chris Bogdan took over the F-35 Joint Program Office in 2012. The program had run into some significant cost and schedule overruns. It was billions of dollars over budget and years behind schedule. The original design shared about 75% in common between versions. That was meant to cut costs. But General Bogdan says, in the end, the planes... Yeah, that was definitely the best part, because they really cut those costs, you know what I mean? The only anti-imperialist, technically anti-imperialist action against the behemoth that is the American war machine is just corporate greed and, like, cost-cutting measures fucking them over. That's fucking hilarious, dude. (laughs) The true anti-imperialism all along came from capitalism. Lenin could have never fucking imagined this, okay? Oh, imperialism, the higher stage of capitalism? Guess what? The higher stage of capitalism also creates an anti-imperialist vacuum in the imperial core. That's what's so perfect about the situation is that, like, capitalism is such a self-defeating monster that it ends up creating uh, idiotic things like this that uh, in, in its own cycle of trying to reinforce its authority, reassert its authority globally. It was part of the mess Bogdan inherited because back Back in 2006, the DoD decided to enter production before testing showed acceptable performance. Oh, that, that's take the best all part, these too. New technologies that were not very mature. Like, this is literally just-in-time manufacturing. They're kind of doing, like, the military version of just-in-time manufacturing, which is hilarious because they have to do it so that they can immediately get the political benefits of it, you know, jobs or whatever. And the company also gets a lot of money up front. What is that is the question you ask. Okay, so notice whenever, like, uh, a pandemic or some shit happens, and people freak out there's like not enough toilet paper the reason for that is because companies no longer like grocery stores and and manufacturers no longer keep stock like a like a robust stock of the things that they're selling because they're constantly refilling it this makes our supply chain very fragile because it reduces warehouse costs they've made the math equation that it's just like literally cheaper to just like ship it now that makes our supply chains uh very delicate and minor disruptions can cause massive problems so what they're basically doing with this is a similar thing they're min maxing on the other side on the on the manufacturing side where they min-max on the creation of the fighter jet without eliminating all of the problems and then they go back to the drawing board when there's like genuine uh uh, catastrophic failures like not being able to fly when it's fucking rainy or 
not being able to fly when you're when it's too cold for your batteries. Yeah, we call it truck to shelf. Our store tries to keep zero backstock. Basically, in that process, they've already made the fucking uh, bombers, and they have no way of fixing it in a diligent and fast uh, manner when new problems arise. A decade and a half after its first flight, the F-35 still has more than 600 known problems, mainly related to computer software and hardware. So maintaining an F-35 turns out to be much more expensive than anyone expected. The lifetime cost estimate for maintenance of the F-35 fleet increased 15% between 2018 and 2021, to a total of more than $400 billion. Just like you, know, you get a new iPhone every couple years, we're going to get new computers in the jet with more capability uh, and then new sensors. And that is what gamers at least in the chat know is a DLC. The military industrial complex is now operating on the DLC model. Now, I am no big city lawyer, nor am I a fucking aerospace engineer. But even I know, as dumb as I am, that software issues that pertain to fucking flight are notoriously costly when it comes down to multiple points of failure that will absolutely end up dropping more fighter jets that cost $100 million than John McCain, the fucking maverick, ever could have imagined in his wettest of dreams. When it comes to planes... The goal is to have it permanent. Like, the goal is to streamline the process, make a fucking piece of tech that works. Doesn't matter if it's uh, built in 1967. It still flies. It still shoots. It's easy to fucking train. You're covering a lot of the costs on that front. When you add DLCs and software into the process, all of a sudden, you have extra costs for training. Yeah, B-52 is the perfect example. Exactly. That's why I laugh whenever people are like shocked to find out that a lot of the planes, a lot of like the commercial planes that you fly in are pretty much the same fucking plane with like new tech in it, obviously, but pretty much the same plane that like people have been flying in since the 60s. Not much has changed in that regard. It's low maintenance, it's low cost, and also it's very reliable. People still use, we still use the B-52. It's a 70-year-old uh, aircraft. The reason why I'm talking about the software uh, issues was also because of Boeing, though. The, was it, 737 MAX, right? When you have a expensive piece of tech that you added in in the form of software that uh, companies across the board at every step of the way. Hassan, every time we talk about military jets, you trigger me so hard, Lamau. I know. I am not as autistic as the people that know a lot more on this issue than I do. A lot of what I'm saying is reductive. I get it. You played War Thunder. I mean, I am related to the most autistic uh, man who makes some of this stuff. So obviously, that's where a lot of my knowledge is coming from, unlike uh, browsing the War Thunder forums. But the problem is, when you put a fucking DLC or when you put a software update, it's incredibly costly. It, it increases the maintenance costs. It increased the cost of the plane in general for upkeep. And also, you have more points of failure, especially because every step of the way, both in the military and also on the, on the manufacturing side, you have people who are trying to cost cut. You get it? The F-35 is a flying computer with 8 million lines of code for the airplane itself and another 16 million lines of diagnostic tools that help figure out what's going wrong at any given time. Absolutely, the biggest advantage for the F-35 is the fact that it's self-diagnosing, right? And if it doesn't tell us exactly what's wrong, it gives us... The F-35 is going to come with realistic depictions of panic attacks. The day them military, dude. A general direction to go in, which saves a lot of time on the back end when it comes to maintenance. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. 
And there are benefits inside the cockpit, since pilots get more information than in any other fighter jet. The F-35 is self-diagnosing, and it's constantly telling everybody, please kill me. I am an affront to God. Why have you brought me into this world only to suffer? Every part of my body hurts. That's why it made that screeching noise, as it was like finally, finally doing his one last hurrah. The, ah! was the was the celebratory screech from the F-35, which had self-diagnosed itself with OCD, autism, chronic depression, and uh, anxiety disorder.